Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, and welcome to Live Dharma Sunday. If you have called in to listen to this morning's broadcast, please note that all lines have been placed on mute to avoid background interference. If you are joining us from either the Bright Dawn name site or the Blog Talk Radio site, please note that it is not necessary to call in. If you are experiencing loss of audio or the Blog Talk Radio player is not working properly, please refresh your page and hit the play button once more. It may take a few moments for your browser to complete the buffering process. Once again, welcome to Live Dharma Sunday and enjoy the broadcast. Welcome, everyone, to Live Dharma Sunday for December 31st, 2017. Koyo Kubosa here. So very glad you joined us on the last day of the year. This is a time when we're thinking about endings and beginnings, huh? Well, uh, we certainly had a lot to think about. As this year comes to a close, uh, in the sense that uh, the importance of health, physical health, and uh, Adrian suffered from a, a bout of pneumonia the last past couple of months. It was really took its time resolving itself, and. Um, I guess uh, we learned a lot in terms of what kinds of pneumonia there might be. It might be based upon, uh, you know, oh, it could be a fungi uh, valley fever, which is something geographically uh, confined to the place where there are a lot of agriculture people. It's a soil-borne thing, and uh, and we find out that, you know, Science is not uh, like a machine because it's more of an art too. Because you take a test for it, it's not definitive. So while it could be too early in the development of the disease, you have to follow up with another test a couple of weeks later to see any change. And that was negative. Okay, but in the meantime, you don't want to do nothing because <laughs> the patient's sick. So you have to you're taking the antifungal medication. medication and of course, before this, you got the regular antibiotics, 
regime and whatnot and um, uh, all kinds of you know inhalers and being on oxygen and, <laughs> and trying this kind of medication and getting tested for swallowing reflex and to see whether pneumonia might be due to aspiration based where you know it's kind of like silent reflex you know all these new things I learned new concepts or maybe uh, if it, uh, it could be that uh, since the x-rays chest x-rays showed that the pneumonia was low centralized in the bottom part of the lung this is where if you aspire or you take into the lungs things that come from the esophagus that's supposed to go to the stomach, even when you're sleeping, you know, saliva and whatnot goes into the lungs and goes to the bottom of the lung and then gets there's infection there. So I thought maybe have to get check out her swallowing and whether, you know, and you see whether that shows up in the x-ray as uh, if there's any aspiration going on, then, you know, still enough getting resolving. So I get sent to a lung specialist and there you learn, learn even more. <laughs> so he, when he listens with his stethoscope and he says, Oh, I hear in addition to the fluid there, I hear a little squeak mean, meaning that there's a kind of a wheeze meaning that the, the air passages are getting narrower, kind of like a, uh, a form of bronchitis maybe, and maybe Asians are susceptible to this, Japanese-Americans. And, you know, and you know, you're thinking of all these possibilities and so forth. And so we learned a lot and gradually got better. Huh. <laughs> this too shall pass. Okay. And then maybe a week ago, week week or so ago, exactly a week ago, in fact, on December twenty fourth, a lot of local restaurants, you know, we we treat ourselves to going out to for breakfast, Adrian and I, after the broadcast on Sunday morning broadcasts, and uh, but uh, Christmas Eve, local places we go to usually go to were closed, so we tried a Mexican place in Corscode. Uh, about a 10-minute drive. Not the first time to go to this restaurant, and, and it was, we had called to make sure it was open, and we were the only ones there. But um, and I had a breakfast burrito. Okay. And uh, Sunday went by uneventful, and I had a some food for dinner, and but on Monday I didn't feel too good. And then I had, you know, pretty bad diarrhea for the next couple of days. And I said, oh, man. I had taken a flu shot, you know, several weeks earlier, and I didn't get a fever or anything. Okay? But I had diarrhea for two, three days. And um, <clears throat> we take health, of course, for granted. My father's written on this quite a few places. Okay. The importance of sickness, <laughs> you know, to help to appreciate when we're healthy. And I don't know how many, uh, how I came up with this idea, but a lot of times I would say, well, the flu bug Buddha visited, made you a visit, huh? Unwanted visit, okay? 
or when you talk to somebody in the hospital or something, oh, somebody broke broke their leg, fell down the stairs. I said, oh, the broken leg Buddha paid you a visit. She said, yeah, taught me to be much more careful when I'm going down the stairs. Okay. Um, so designating it with a label like that, okay. Uh, oh, the so-and-so Buddha paid a visit, unwanted visit, okay. And uh, I think this is nice because it, it's it's a way to adopt an attitude of well okay like you know like my father used to say a lot of times oh why did I get sick oh man and you're thinking about all the things that <clears throat> need to be taken care of and whatnot but um, so I was thinking about of course these recent experiences and the importance of health. And the importance of sickness, so that we don't take health for granted, and we learn about the nature of our our fickle minds. That you know, sometimes, especially when you get older, when you get sick, you go, oh, this might this might be really this might be a bad big sick, the big sickness, the big visit, and uh, you feel so bad. So I take me out of my misery. Oh, no, this is this is you know, I'm really feeling terrible, and. Then of course when you when you take two aspirin and check in the morning when you get well you say you know already what was the big deal hey everything's fine you know uh, it's it's an indication of how we overgeneralize or catastrophize or uh, how the current conditions affect our perceptions. And this this uh, affects us in a lot of ways. I mean, if you ask somebody, hey, what's the uh, general weather like in your area? Well, it depends upon what the current conditions are. If it's real stormy, they'll tend to be a little more pessimistic. If it's a bright, sunny day, they'll say, oh, weather's pretty good here, usually all the time like this. Okay, um, And the <clears throat> same for health. Same for uh, <laughs> current. Con- if you go shopping when you're hungry, boy, you might buy that buy this buy a lot more than you would have otherwise done. You see, so current conditions affect the your perception of how things are. Um, I was thinking about. <clears throat> You know, if you wise couples, they don't make they don't make important discussions or you might say arguments before dinner. You know, when you're cranky and you're hungry, talking about issues, you get in trouble. Okay, and of course, people wine and dine their clients so that they, if they want to sell, if they're salesmen, okay, so you feel good, and then okay? and that's why, of course, you have attractive people doing selling of cars or something that has nothing related to the product and you have music. Okay. Um, so our pers- perspective on ourselves, on life, you know, uh, depends. And this is a optimism, pessimism, half full, half empty glass. All, all these things reflect this kind of human tendency. And if you get sick, then 
we realize that our how much our physical and mental health interact together, and our body as as considered should be considered as a as a temple, as our as our physical space or place, um, and that's why heaven is usually seen as a place, a spot, the pure land. Sometimes it's more important to say it might be a pure moment and go into the dimension of time rather than space um, because of the uh, you know issues and problems that arise when you start to confuse your labels and and uh, frames of reference with reality itself. And if you think that pure land or heaven is a definite place as opposed to a state of mind, okay, and all these aspects. Huh? Nice sometimes to reflect on what your current conditions has to offer us for Dharma teachings. Well, I'd like to introduce today's guest to give us a Dharma glimpse, glimpse Edie, short for Edith. Huh? Kiyo is her Dharma name, part of the LM. Uh, Lay Ministry 8 group, and she lives in California, in the nor- Northern California, in the Bay Area. So let's hear from Edie. Hello, everyone. This is Edie Keo from LM8. My Dharma glimpse today is patience and ignorance. Patience is an important trait to have to live well. It's necessary in everyday activities such as driving, raising children, standing in line at the market, and so forth. I find ways to appear patient, but I'm really not. My life goes on routinely as I live according to nature's rhythms, especially in regard to gardening activities in the four seasons. Can't change nature. Then there are the social rules by which I relate to people of all sorts. The amount of patience required depends on the person I'm with, such as a child, a friend, stranger, and so forth. But there's another side to daily living where patience can be stretched too thin and much of the enjoyment of each moment can be lost. For example, I push my husband to the edge of his patience because of my technical ignorance of the computer. At least once a week, I get into some kind of difficulty and guess who I go to for help. Another example of overextension of patience is my own habit of denying myself to be selfish. There are some experiences which I miss because I feel they are too expensive, as in eating in a restaurant, which has truffles on the menu. Now, I regret I didn't taste truffles, and I will never know it, since I now lack the ability to smell anything which is a main part of tasting food. Patience has its place in life, but I still need to pay more attention to how long I need to be patient with anyone or anything. As I struggled with this Dharma glimpse, blood suddenly gushed from my nose. And although I managed to plug both nostrils, I could still feel the blood flowing in my throat. Why was this happening? Do I need to dial 911? I, I wasn't calm, but frantic. I dialed the hospital and tried to con- to be connected with the advice nurse. I could not 
reach anyone because something was wrong with the connections. It sounded as if someone picked up the call but could not hear me shouting, Hello? Hello? (laughs) Several times. On the third time I dialed, someone answered but could not connect me with anyone because the computer system was down. I'm still bleeding and frantically shouting at the person to physically go look for the nurse on duty. After a couple minutes, someone came to the phone and answered my questions about how to handle my nosebleed. I didn't have to go to emergency because the bleeding stopped after 10 or 15 minutes. The advice nurse, after hearing that the bleeding stopped, told me to apply some Vaseline on my nose and to apply a cold pack on my nose if it started to bleed again. She explained that the dry, warm air probably caused the bleeding, which is a common problem many people have during cold weather. This was the first time I experienced this type of nosebleed. In my ignorance, patients turned to panic and frantic fear. I had a truly real look at myself, my ignorance, for this Dharma glimpse. Gosh, show. Happy New Year, everyone. Thank you very much. I'm kind of jotting that down. It's because of our ignorance that, you know, patients turn into panic and all kinds of examples of the same, similar kind of process, okay? Uh, But different circumstances and different people, but that's so true. And why is patience a virtue? You know, it's listed as one of the paramitas or one of the vessels that can take us across the sort of like one of the logs of a raft. Okay, sometimes that metaphor has been used in the six paramitas. You lash together six logs and this can take you across the, the river of, well, turbulence or whatever huh? from this shore to the other shore. In your in one's journey, uh, so if patience is uh, one of the uh, one of the vessels in which we can tra- travel and learn in our life, well, uh, you have to unpack it. You have to unwrap aspects. You have to uh, illustrate it with your own experiences. Now, like one of the patients is called in uh, Sanskrit, Kishanti is one of the six paramitas. Okay? And when you think about it, patience means you have to sort of accept what's going on. Okay? Uh, different kind, kind of a spiritual acceptance, maybe we could call it, rather than because there could be all kinds of acceptance, you know, feelings that go along with it. Um, so, and sometimes we're so active, uh, have a, have a, uh, a bias toward being active rather than passive, you know? So you gotta, you want to do something, okay? Instead of saying, well, just be patient, okay? Sometimes you shake up a glass of water that has sand swirling in it and you want to drink, you're thirsty, well, 
I can't drink this sandy water. Good thing is, why don't you just wait a while till it settles down to gravity. The sand will settle down in the bottom of the glass and, and you could drink the water. Okay. Or if you're in a hurry, <laughs> you might filter it okay, or something. Um, so patience has all these different aspects to it. Not doing anything. Sometimes when you when you force things because you want to do something, you might actually bring harm on yourself. And that's why some our good teaching is you know first like and for health in the health field, you know the Hippocratic oath first do no harm. I mean you're trying to help the person that needs help, but. Uh, you have to be careful that what you do may be unintended, bring unintended harm to the person. So first, do no harm. Okay. Uh, so I think there's all these aspects of patience. Okay. And, uh, and of course, some practical advice like I've learned, you know, you don't want to have to wait whether you're waiting for your spouse to get ready so that you could leave for some place or you're waiting for some, you know, uh, a bus, waiting for an elevator, waiting, you know. There's a lot of times in our life when we're waiting or an athlete is waiting in these maybe sometime brief moments before the action starts. How do you feel that moment? What do you do while, you, while you're waiting? That's a key thing in terms of uh, level of greatness in performance or something. Could be. Um, when When you wait, well, you might be getting ready. Getting ready. Uh, And like Dharma Grimm said, sometimes you don't want to wait too long. (laughs) You know, patience is okay, but sometimes you better get ready because if you if you, you wait too long and of course people that work in in groups of people and if you have a committee to do something and you got to make sure everybody's on board well you know sometimes it's aim 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 and you never pull the trigger huh? and maybe there are different uh, people's threshold of patience is different how you how, then you get into group dynamics? <laughs> so oh, we better gather more information on this situation. We're <laughs> you know we're ignorant. <laughs> we better be more informed. And uh, <clears throat> when are you going to make a decision? Okay. Is this committee an animal with two hind feet? <laughs> you know all kind of sayings come out that reflect these these aspects. Okay. You know about maybe. You know, maybe there's a decision-making problem or something like this. So I think reflection, self-reflection at any time of the year, okay, that's what these Dharma glimpses are about because conditions arise in an individual's life. <laughs> a bloody nose, Buddha, socked Socked you, you know, caused a nosebleed, <laughs> and you, you you have to do something. 
okay? And uh, we learn, we reflect on what's going on. Okay? Dharma's all around us. That's all for today's broadcast. Till next time, keep going. And you have a wonderful day. Thank you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.